what's up guys, Groom Prime here for June 29th, 2019, it is a Saturday, and boy is it hot, and with Independence Day slowly drawn upon us, that means that June will be no more, and we will be in July, and dead, dead in the center of summer, guys, I'm glad that you are here listening to this, uh, listening to me ramble and rave about topics and conversations I have here to talk about. I know I promised podcasts during the week, but unfortunately, with a combination of work and a combination of getting a tooth yanked out of my mouth, it felt like a Saw movie. It felt and looked like a Saw movie uh, that day, Wednesday. So let, let's talk about that before we get into the plugs and get into what we want to talk about. Because we have a, a doozy, a lot's been going on this week. And considering it's almost July and the summer is here, there's a lot to talk about. But yeah, on Wednesday, this past Wednesday... Went in for routine checkup, and I've been having a little bit of pain in, in my mouth and my tooth. And I assume, hey, and you know, it's what happens when you assume. I was like, hey, I'm having a little pain still. It's been a year. And I told the nurse, yeah, I've been, I have a little pain. Then I get on the, the dentist's chair after they get done taking the x rays. And the doctor tells me, hey, uh, that tooth has to come out. What do you want to do about it? And I said, oh, just pull it out. You know, just might as well. If it, if it stays any longer, it's going to be a pain. And whew, if I would have known that, I would have kept the tooth in there. But it would have been a bad idea regardless just to have the tooth in there. It was... It was a long overdue, but just the way that it was extracted, just, uh, it was so painful. Uh, for those of you squirmish, just skip ahead. I'm not going to get too graphic, but I'm just going to say it just involves a knife. It's a medical scalpel going in between the tooth that it was going to remove and the one next to it. On the right side of my mouth, on the molars, and he pressed down, and it basically sliced my gum, and then he took a pair of pliers and just yanked it out, and when he was done with the scalpel, I had to take a little breather, I was like, oh my god, like that fucking hurt. That was, out of a scale of 1 to 10, that was like a 20. And um, I can deal with pain pretty well. But that day, like it, it was just a few minutes. It was a few minutes to the procedure to remove a tooth. And I had to sign a waiver, you know. You know they're not liable when I, I signed it on paper and I agreed, blah, blah, blah. Holy crap. Just those few minutes felt like uh, purgatory. I, I dealt, I dealt with hell 
worse, but that was kind of purgatory. And then after the whole ordeal was done, the dentist pulled a tooth out and I just had a big gaping hole in my mouth. And I basically just bleeding, but uh, it was contained with galls and what and whatnot. And after all that, I was like, can I take a picture of it? And the doctor said, oh, like, take it home. Like, you know, you can take a picture of it. You could just take it home. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I want to take it. You know, I want to take it home with me. Uh, And I got a close look at the tooth. It was pretty bad. It had to be. It it had to be removed. But it's just a lesson. Uh, Don't procrastinate. Don't put things off. Because if you do, it's going to be. Yes, it's going to be rough down the line. You know, just take care of it beforehand so that way you don't have to deal with pain afterwards and a hole in your mouth. And, uh, pain, you know, just residual pain. So, yeah, it's just, uh, it's been a gnarly week. Pretty gnarly week here. Uh, you know, like I said before, summertime is here. It is hot, so you'll be installing your ACs and putting them on your window, ACs blasting, you know, the beaches are calling, you know, get the Italian ice, the shave Italian ice going, you know, get all the nice frozen treats, you know, and hey, get a nice cold beer because it's the summertime and boy, like we've been waiting for this for a long time, us New Yorkers, you know, I'm here from New York, and we've been waiting for summer, but of course, just like, we wait for the summertime, and then we get annoyed by it, and then we can't wait for it to get colder, and then once it gets colder, we we long for it to be warm again, and we get, it's a, it's a vicious cycle that we, we do with here in the city, because the seasons are abnormal here, because of all the buildings, all the asphalt, so, yeah, we, we got summer, so he's got to deal with it. You got your ACs, you got, you know, your your cold drinks, you got, you know, ice. You got your pools if you're not a beach guy. Also, a bunch of different ways to keep cool. So, remember that and enjoy your summer. So, anyway, guys, how's it going? I mentioned it's Saturday, it's June 29th, it's the end of June, we're in July, Jesus Christ, it's the summer, summer's practically here, and before you know it, it'll be August, it'll be September, and so on and so forth, time is flying by, and especially when there are a lot of events going on, time just flies, a lot can happen now in in a year than it does in a decade. Like that that's just how news is all, all over the place. And one of the things I wanted to talk about is uh Etika. I originally wanted to talk about this with Rome himself and Agent Neil do a round table. Unfortunately it doesn't seem like to be the case and I don't want to sit on things too much. Not that I'm not a, uh, 
of filthy, nasty, disgusting, conniving, slimy, clout chaser, no, no, no. I just like when we hit on things, we wait a while until everything's confirmed. And, you know, because we, we heard about Etika disappearing and his stuff being found on the Manhattan Bridge. You know, his book bag, his wallet, his phone, laptop, switch, and other stuff that was found on the Manhattan Bridge. And, you know, sad and, you know, regrettably report uh, that he was found. And uh, he was found washed up. He was found dead. And I wanted to wait because it was a lot I wanted to talk about, but we couldn't. Uh, find the time we couldn't fit it in our schedules unfortunately and this week has been you know painful but i just got to hold it down on my own it is what it is um but we had good conversations off off the mic off the podcast when we were talking about etika it was it was wow It, it just i always when it comes to someone dying, especially if it's a celebrity or someone that's well-known, it sucks. You know, people die all the time, and especially with, you know, with mental health, and especially with social media, and how just people younger and younger, like, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta understand, folks, Attica... He passed away this past week. He was 29 years old. He's the same age as me. You know, newsflash. Ding, ding, ding. 29 years old. Born the same year as him. Um, but I was born earlier. You know, not not a pissing contest here. But we're the same age. And when I went on Twitter on Tuesday, I was at work. At, I had some time to kill. And... I was like, you know, let me check Twitter and whatnot. And all over, just my Twitter blowing up all over the place. Uh, Etika, rest in peace, Etika. Etika found dead. You know, he, he jumped off the Manhattan Bridge. You know, the, the body that they found early in the week was him. And I was like, holy crap, like, fuck. Like, is this real? Like, I sincerely thought that it was just, you know people jumping the gun at all like they just called it too soon um because he was missing but it was you know inevitable for you know just he took his life and i found that out and i was like damn i I felt bad and you can relate to this guy young you know young man you know late mid late 20s you know a gamer He's in the gaming community, Smash community, YouTube community, esports community, you know, Nintendo community. Like, he was a central pillar in all those communities. And he rocked Nintendo. He he repped Nintendo hard because that's what he loved. And just find out that, like, legit confirmation that he passed away, it was, it sucked, and also the fact that he took his own life, and I mean, the boys were having conversations that, yeah, like, it was just, 
it's, it's a matter of time, like, all this, you know, all these demons he was battling, uh, just the fact that he was a, he was a, you know, content creator on YouTube, big YouTube star, big YouTube personality, and uh, what a lot of these YouTube personalities and, you know, Twitch stream, just content creators, let's just, you know, wrap, just We'll wrap them up in, in one big ball. Content creator it doesn't matter if you're on Twitch, doesn't matter if you're on YouTube, if you're a podcaster, if you do voiceovers or whatever, or you make clothing or whatever. You you create something. You're an artist. You you create essentially. And especially for YouTube and how YouTube and social media are embedded literally and figuratively, you have to constantly be a people pleaser. And I don't agree with it because what people forget, you know, the fans and and the people viewing, people watching, and people trolling, they understand that we're human too. You know, Etika... You know, was human. He's a human. He was a human being. And for people to to just clamor, like, oh, we we want Etika to to just he we we want him even when he's crazy. All oh, like, you know, can we just get this last like crazy moment out of the way? Can we get this this last this last uh you know psychotic break out of the way so he can make more videos? Like, actually, someone said that. Someone actually said that when he was going through his last uh, episode with the whole swatting, and he he was sent to a, ment- a mental institute, you know, and they couldn't hold him, and people were upset. What's wrong? What, what the what's the hell matter with these people? Like, you know, he 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 he, had, he needs help, but. They can't hold him. They cleared him. They they gave him a clear bill of health. You cannot force... You cannot do something bad. You can't force someone against their will to help him. That's doing something bad for something good. You can't do bad and expect to do good. If that person wanted help, they will receive it. But of course, he too to that mental mental institute he was sane he was good to go he was released and I know I'm jumping all over the place but you know basically what I'm trying to say is as content creators we don't we don't need to be obligated to break our backs and to just do insane amount of work. Like, yeah, if you enjoy doing what you do and you put out content whenever you can, you know, scheduled or, or sporadic, whatever, but if you put content, you know, on the daily, uh, on weekly basis, that's cool. But just remember that you're a human first. If you have fans that believe in you and you have fans that support you and ride with you, regardless if you upload five videos a week or if you just upload one or two or three it doesn't matter if they rock with you 
They support you if you upload a video a week or five videos a week or five videos a day. And they're still there. Those are the fans you keep. If you hear fans telling you, ah, like I'm not, this person isn't uploading videos, all this person isn't streaming a lot, I'm 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 subscribe, I'm unfollow, I'm a, you know, uh, I'm not gonna, you know, sub to him on, you know, on Twitch, you know, take my money back, whatever, you know, fuck you, you know, at the end of the day, people are human and they need to, they need to understand that we, we get tired, we, you know, we bleed, we get tired, we, we, we get exhausted, we get tapped out sometimes, and for people, and especially this age of social media, we clamor for entertainment, like, we're bored all, that this, this, this is, this bores me, oh, I don't want to play with you anymore, and then they go to something else, like, we, we have such a, short attention spans that if our favorite content creator isn't uploading their usual amount, you never know, maybe something happened, maybe, you know, they had a bad day, they're they're exhausted that day in particular, or just a busy week for them so they can't push out content like they usually do, or they just want to break, you know, respect that, and that's where, you know, Etika, well, he was trying to please his fans and and just do what he can for his fans and upload content, a lot of content to stream. And, you know, he got burnt out. He was in it so much that it broke him. And this is the result. And blame has to go around. I'm not here to blame... Etika, I'm not here to blame his fans. I'm not here to blame the mental the mental institution, you know, mental health institution. I'm just here stating, you know, my thoughts, my opinion, and everything. And I'm not at that level of, uh, that Etika was or just I'm not at that level yet. I would like to be. But even if I'm not and I'm still producing content, I'm not going to overburden myself, I'm not going to burn myself out to the point that I, I, I lose it, because you want to, the, the best thing that person can do is to take care of themselves, to love themselves first, understand that I'm human, I'm going to fuck up, I'm going to get tired, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to feel drained, especially for those who work full-time jobs. Or work with really demanding jobs. You know how it is. Sometimes you just get tired. You just get fed up. And if you if you feel that you're obligated to do something, then you need to just step back. Say, hey, I need to reevaluate. I need to slow it down. Because a lot of us out here were just grinding, you know, our fingers to the bone trying to please people and at the end the end result is that we while we're making everyone happy making sure they're good making sure they're all right making sure they're entertained and they have the you know we upload content or what have you 
we're fucked up in the head. We're not in our right state of mind. We're not taking care of ourselves, And it shows it's not just Etika that was dealing with this and it's crazy a lot of a lot more young people are killing themselves a lot of young people you know my age Etika's age you know Rome and, and uh, uh, Agent Neil's age you know mid to late 20s even younger even in uh, young as 17 18 they killing themselves. You know, and why is that? Why, why, in an age where we're connected, in an age where there's many ways, as many accessible ways to get help, there are many ways for people to find out about things. There's so much information out there, and why is it is so much? depression and so much suicide going on and the reason for that is is social media i've done countless podcasts about mental health and social media and how while it has as good as its good uses it's also a detriment to society the way that we're using it because of course when humans use something it always, we always find a way to fuck things up. Just like with Instagram. Instagram was a way for artists to put their photography out there. Now it's just a place for Instagram models and memes and, and thoughts. And just to spy now that it's a part of Facebook. Facebook brought Instagram. Just like they brought a lot of stuff. And Facebook was a way for college students to find each other and, and contact each other and get a hold of each other and just communicate like a college board form type of now it's just meme haven it's a lot of censorship and as well as people to be nosy on you know your family you have two separate accounts one no yet three if you're a content creator you have your your fan page you have your personal page that only your close friends and family have. And then you have the page where you can post all your crazy shit on. And Twitter, Twitter used to be a way to, it still is, but now it's just a cesspool of form itself. There's a lot of these social media platforms. And the point I'm trying to make is a lot of these social media platforms in their inception, they were used differently. Their purpose was different. Of course, things can, things can change over time, the uses evolve or devolve, whatever. But just the way that we use social media, it's it's very toxic and it's very detrimental uh, for us. And speaking of toxicity, you know, there's a lot of good in Etika's, you know, Joy Convoys in their community because just like with any community, is to bring people together. If you're a gamer, if you're a streamer, if you're a fan of, of Smash Brothers, if you're a fan of just anything Nintendo, anything gaming, esports, streaming, competitive gaming, speedrunners, 
Mar Maker, shouts shouts out to Mar Maker 2. Love the hell of that game. And it's so much good, but then you have the toxic people. You have the ones that are unhappy. That just they just want to see people fail. They want to see people fucked up. They want to see just the the chaos and the poverty that they feed into and they want to project it onto other people. They just want to see shit burn down. They just want to see shit on fire. They, they want to see people fucked up. They want to see people kill themselves. They they push people not literally but they push people into just destroying themselves. And I feel, and this is my opinion, I feel that there's a part of the toxic side of the YouTube community and just in general with YouTube and and Nintendo community, they led Etika to go crazy. They led him to go mad. They led him to to do this. Because when you are expected to produce content and to just be just a source of entertainment and do all this crazy stuff and to just elevate and elevate and elevate and just for your your pleasure, your sick sadistic pleasure, that's what happens. A lot of these YouTube creators, content creators, they just get burnt out because they get this fame really quickly. They rise really quickly. And Etika, if he was still alive and he got the help he needs, he'll still be big. Like, when I heard what happened earlier in the year, I was like, crap, like, people need to chill. They need to stop. You know, and all all these people, because everyone... Everyone is getting the blame here. Not one person. I'm not going to blame the the toxicity only. I'm not going to blame Etika only. I'm not going to blame the mental health institution only. I'm going to put equal and share blame on everybody here. You know, and for those people who are saying, yeah, the mental health system failed Etika. It's 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 their fault. Or oh, uh, Nintendo and and you know they got to do something. And if they don't, there's something wrong with them. Oh, Google, YouTube, they had to, you know, they had to bury uh, Etika. His wishes, we got to follow his wishes. We got to bury him, you know, next to YouTube headquarters and and just you know. Because Etika had one video where he said if he were to die, he he want to be buried in YouTube in the YouTube headquarters. Excuse me, by YouTube headquarters, and has a sign that says, and I quote, "No bitch niggas," and playing. I forgot what song he requested to be played during the funeral, but you know. And of course, YouTube and and Google, they're going to give their condolences. They're going to help out Etika's family in any way they can with the burial. 
uh, perhaps because he was a pillar. You know, he was one of the top. He was up there. Dude was. Dude had a lot of fame, a lot of success, and a lot of following. So of course they're gonna they're gonna do what they can. You know, and YouTube has his its moments when it tries to do good. And when uh, we're not gonna talk about that here, but just to to blame all we got we gotta blame we just gotta put blame on everything because we need a villain. We we need someone to to blame and we need someone to poke instead of taking a look and just saying to ourselves, Okay, Etika's gone. I'm hurt. I'm sad. I'm angry. It's just all these emotions. Put all that negative, all that negative energy, and pull it to something good. So make sure that we deal with mental mental health issues. We deal with depression. We deal with anxiety. We deal with suicidal thoughts. Instead of just outward blaming people outward blaming things that are not the root causes that little symptoms not little but you know there's symptoms of a larger problem and we need to address it and the mental health uh uh you know the mental health aspect of things people are saying all oh, the mental health uh you know, the mental health uh, institution, they failed Etika. No, they didn't. They did what they can. Many times that he was admitted, he was sane. They couldn't hold him. Like I mentioned earlier, you cannot force someone against their will because that's, you know, that's illegal. You can't do something illegal in this case. You cannot do something illegal. Keep forcing someone against their will to stay, you know, imprison them. Because, you know, we, we know how we feel about prisons. We can't, we couldn't imprison Etika and expect, oh, well, he's going to be helped. We're helping him. We, we're going to force him against his will. No. You're, you are doing a wrong. Two wrongs will make a right. You're keeping against, forcing him against his will. You're trapping him. You're basically denying him his right just so you can help him. Two wrongs make a right. You know, straight up. What you do is if the person wants help, if the person reach out, and this is where I put the blame on, you know, social media. Because on social media, it's cool for people to project their insecurities by first of all they see people that are doing better than them they see people that are successful and attaining funny you know attractive they see all that and instead of you know what i gotta understand here just just pump the brakes i gotta understand here that people on social media when they post stuff on social media it is just the greatest hits. It's not everything. Even though there's some people who post everything about their lives, which they shouldn't do because that's bad as well. 
and people see that they see all the good things that, that the person posts that they're looking at and also nosy people are very nosy so it's, it's a vicious circle people they feel depressed they feel anxious because of other people's lives are being posted on social media and then those people are just constantly posting everything constantly posting every bit of their lives and it's just a, a vicious circle you understand and those people need to understand that it's just the greatest hits you don't need i'm not saying oh don't just turn on turn on and off your fingers no what i'm saying is don't get drowned in the soup that is social media you go on there do we have to do but don't spend too much time on it because when you do you are gonna feel like shit you're gonna feel depressed you're gonna feel anxious you're gonna feel so shitty about yourself that you're not gonna function and that's all that's that is one of the most glaring things that i see all the time on social media people constantly comparing themselves to the people oh this person has this i don't have that all oh, this girl has has a you know has more followers than i do Oh, she gets she gets more donations. Oh, this this guy gets more donations. Oh, this guy gets more viewers. This guy gets more listens and downloads. And it's like, no, you are your own person. Don't compare yourself to streamer A or podcaster B or content creator C. Don't do that. The moment you do that, you lose. You gotta stay on your own lane, number one. And you have to understand that it's a grind. You will get there eventually. But you have to first have that security about yourself. You need to rise up from that. You cannot just constantly put yourself down and beat yourself up because you don't have these things. Oh, I don't have this shit. I don't have that shit. I'm not like I'm not happy because I don't have those things. When you need to find your own happiness don't com- don't look for others for your own happiness don't compare yourself to other people and this is why men- mental health issues are rampant and people that don't go out they don't enjoy life and Etika he was dealing with his problems so he always made sure to have fun and go out and enjoy himself and, and have a good time and, and rep Joy-Con boys and rep Nintendo and just have fun. Even though he was having his issues. But instead of other people following suit, hey, let's just enjoy life. Let's step away from the computer. Let me close my laptop. Let me, you know, step away from the computer. Let me put my phone down. Let me put my my console down. Let me put my Nintendo Switch down. Let me put let me put down the controller. Let me just step outside for a bit. Just smell the fresh air. Let me just breathe in. Let me escape from my room for a little bit. Let me live. The issue and it's a lot of issues, but the issue is that people do not. They don't know 
or they don't want to live in the real world. They instead just want to live in the bubble that's social media. The real world is too crazy and fucked up. You know, we escape. And it's okay to escape. It's okay to want to just just escape from real life because we got to deal with our jobs. We got to deal with our spouses. We got to deal with family. We got to deal with with taxes and bills. We got to deal with stress. We got to deal with, you know, getting our, our rent paid in time. We got to worry about putting food on the table. We got to worry about all these things. So we use escapism and it's fine it's it's fine to escape once in a while but when you mix in fantasy when you mix in you know fantasy real life you're doomed you're refusing to acknowledge hey i need to get back into the real world and deal with my problems i need to be stronger than this i need to acknowledge that while it's good to escape, I cannot immerse myself in this. I cannot, you know, leave my problems and let them fester. That's how another way so, uh, social media just, it, it screws you up. Not dealing with your problems. Staying on social media, staying on the internet. You know, also causing drama, causing problems. When all you do is just step away. When you feel like you're you're being you're being bullied, and the whole term cyberbullying, it's stupid. When all you had to do, in this case, when you're dealing with cyberbullying, we're not dealing with if you know the person in real life, but they find you if you know they go to your school, or if they're a family member. Or someone you go to church with. That's different. But if you encounter an internet troll. If you encounter encounter someone that finds you and is harassing online. You know what you do? A few things you do. Screenshot all the stuff that they're saying to you. They're tweeting to you. They're DMing you. Screenshot all that stuff. And if you don't have room to, to screenshot. If you don't have room for photos. Delete some of the memes. You know. Put them somewhere else, but just screenshot everything. Screenshot everything that person has said to you. That way you can use that as evidence if it gets to a scary point. You don't feed the trolls because they can keep coming back. Oh, they, they got to oh, they gotta rise out of you? Oh, they're going to nest up in your head for free. No rent. And... Also, just just block them if it gets too crazy. After you got all the evidence you need, block them. And then you know what you do? Just exit out of Twitter. Close a tab on on, on your on Chrome or Firefox or Safari. You know, close out of the app. Close out of Facebook. Close out of Twitter. Close out of YouTube if it gets too crazy. Don't be immersed in an environment where it's toxic. If you feel like you're you're you know you're being harassed online, get the evidence you need. Block them. And if it gets crazy, it gets like when your life is threatened, 
you bring the law and you, you put the law in there you you involve the cops you you involve law law enforcement you don't feed them you don't antagonize them you don't you don't let them lure you in just walk away don't have to be a tough guy don't have to be a tough girl don't have to always respond back you don't always need to clap back that's another way how social media just breeds toxicity and just just drives people to do the most extreme thing when a lot of these cases all you gotta do is just step away it's gotta step away it's not worth your your health is not worth your life it's not worth your sanity just step away you feel like you're you're being harassed or online don't don't engage them don't don't entertain them just walk away get all the evidence then block them gets crazy ball the cops close the app stay off the internet for a while we were so addicted to the internet that even when we were in an environment where it's toxic when it's toxic people just want to still be in it because we're we're curious we're curious creatures and we love, we just love being in, in, just watching a car crash. It's like being like. Watching it happen and then looking at the aftermath. We, we just love chaos. We love a little bit of drama. So while we hate it, so while we hate it, we love being a part of it, you know, things like World Star, things, you know, like uh, Periscope, going live on YouTube, going live on Instagram. Like, we, we, we hate it, but then we love it at the same time. So we have to understand that we, we go around blaming everyone else instead of Saying, hey, when Erica was going through his last ordeal, and people was like, oh, my God, you know, he's okay, he's okay. Like, you know, it's cool to have concern. But it's one thing when you're just nosy and knowing what's going on so you can get the, the latest scoop on it. Or so you can be like, oh, like, I, you know, I, like, I, I, I feel good inside because I, I asked... I asked him, you know, how he's doing, or I asked her how she was doing, uh, and you know, I'm I'm a good guy, or I'm a good girl because I, I I care. But a lot of times, people are just nosy. Just if the person in question comes out and says, "Hey guys, I'm okay," they, they they tweet about it on Twitter, they they make a video, and he's okay, and he or she's explaining what happened, the lowdown. Be a tweet, be a YouTube video, or a status, or what have you, and then leave it there. Like the last thing he needed, the last thing people need is just constant uh, nosiness, constant just bam, 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 like just bombarding, uh, bombarding people with messages on social media. That's the last thing that they need. So the last thing he needed was just constant, you know, an unwanted attention. Because let's let's face it, 
we're connected to social media. And sometimes we're so connected that there's no way for us to be unplugged unless something drastic happens. But just people just has a, a constant uh just say fetish about wanting to just always keep tabs on people, always butting in and checking up on people. And for the, the ones that are actually that are actually concerned and there's a lot of your concern and and you know for his for his safety and his well being I'm not talking to you guys. You guys are good, but the ones who are just trolling or just overly nosy and just wanna just wanna be good guys, just want the attention. Oh, I, 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 I'm the good guy. I, you see, I did this, you know, so I care. It's like, no, like you're being fucking nosy. Fuck you. We know what you're doing. And those people, you you gotta watch out for. And, and again, with with the mental health, to say that it has failed Etika, no, it hasn't failed him. And I'm going to read this article from The Verge right now. YouTuber Etika's death spurs con- uh, conversation about how viewers react to creators' mental health struggles. Social media is dangerous. I agree. Following the death of a popular YouTuber, Desmond Etika, uh, cannot pronounce his last name. I don't want to butcher it. <laughs> uh, on Tuesday, friends, fans, and other creators are opened up about the toll that has been an online personality can take on a person's mental health. Balancing an intense upload schedule and coping with increasing pressures from being a public uh, public persona can worsen anxiety and depression, many creators have said in recent years. Amofa's now deceased final video, uh, now deleted final video, excuse me, has which since been re-uploaded to YouTube or YouTube by others directly discusses the negative effects of social media on his health. And I quote, It can fuck you up, Amofa said. It can give you an image of what you want your life to be, and it can be get it can get blown completely out of proportion, dog. Unfortunately, it confused me. It consumed me. I cannot English today or any day. There has been concerns among fans about Amofa's mental health for months. But Amofa's recent behavior also drew the mockery from people who believed that he was faking or looking for attention. And I'm going to get to the rest of it in a little bit. So, right there, the, the YouTubers, you know, their sc- the upload schedule... And just the the pressures from being a public persona, like once you're in, once you're a, a public figure, you're on YouTube, you're constantly uploading, you got recognition, you got fame, clout, whatever. You're you're a public figure, and with that, it comes a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety. You got to make sure you upload a certain amount of videos a week. You got to make sure you you're constantly on social media. Uh, updating people and, and and 
communicating with your fans is crazy. Like, it's just, it, you see outside looking in when you're, you start out small and you see all these, all these YouTubers with 500,000 subs, 600,000 subs, a million, you know, a million point five, two million subs. You see, you see how nice the videos look. You see the, the car that they have. You see their house. You, you see them on social media and whatnot. But you don't know what goes behind that. All, all the, the hours, all the weeks of editing and and shooting and multiple takes and doing research and a lot of B-roll shots and, and making sure you get everything together and making sure you got everything set up. You coordinate uh, your film crew. You coordinate your editing team. When you go out to events, you got to make sure you coordinate all that stuff, you know, flights, travel, you know, the event, hotel, all this stuff, just not to get too deep into it, just, it's just so much that people don't understand when they're on the outside, they don't understand that when you're a YouTuber, when you're in it, it's, it's stressful to be a public figure, it's stressful to be in that position. And then to constantly make sure that you, you're pleasing. If you have sponsors, you got to make sure you please them. And if you have, you know, you have a lot of fans, you got a lot of support from your fans, you got you to gotta make sure you don't get them. And you cannot please everyone. It's impossible. You, you, are, gonna, you are going to make a segment of people unhappy all the time, just like you make a good portion of your fan base happy all the time. You cannot... Make everyone happy all the time. It's impossible. Even if you're well liked, there's gonna be some people that just don't like you. There's gonna be some people that may not like what you do. But it is what it is. And to constantly just try to please people and constantly try to make them happy and and and, and with your happiness in the back in the back burner, non existent. You're making everyone happy, concerned about them, putting out your content. It's going to fuck you up. You, you get up there. You get at that level. Forget it. And I haven't been that level. But just from stepping back and seeing a lot of these YouTubers, they, they, they rise. They get fame. They get clout. They get recognition. They have a legion of, of fans and supporters. And they get overwhelmed. It fucks them up. It really screws up their head. Because it it came so fast. It, all, all this support, this following, this clout came so fast. And before you know it, bam. You know, it hits them like a ton of bricks. They got to deal with the anxiety, with the stress, being a public figure, uploading. You got to deal with all this stuff. All the good and the bad you got to deal with. And we're not taught, just like we're we're not taught about a lot of things growing up, about you know taxes and and we're not taught well about sex because we're you know parents are uh, you know they're kind of awkward when it comes to that. We're not taught about taxes. We're not taught about finance. We're not taught about we're not taught about sex. So we're not taught about social media. We're not taught about 
you know, the dangers of of how being on social media, being a public figure can really mess you up if you're not prepared, if you don't have people in your life that will be there, that, that will be your, your foundation you can rely on and, and when things go bad you can retreat to. Like we're we're taught to to work fast, to be fast. Like we, we need to live that fast life. We we want fame and and, and and glory and clout and all this stuff as soon as possible. We we want it now. We want it fast. We want it quick. Like our, our like our food, like our entertainment, like our our news, our media. You know our our packages. We want all of it fast. We're not willing to wait. We're not willing to slow down a bit. And then this is what happens. We get overwhelmed. We feel like we're a box in a corner. We have to please so many people or all the people, you know, all, all the people being just feel like you're being attacked. You feel like you're, you're, you're boxed in the corner. That's what happens. And also the fact that when you're in that level of success, because you didn't have it, you didn't have it before. You know, you, and especially with Attica, he was, he came from a poor upbringing. He was, he was, he was homeless. He was in shelters. He was just down on his luck. And then he, that famous for doing what he loves, his passion, his hobby, and he did it. When you have something that you didn't have before, when you come into money, when you come into to recognition and fame, especially with the money part, people that didn't have money when they're growing up, they come from a poor family, poor upbringing, you know, homeless, living in the hood, and you come into something like you don't know how to act. You, you will like the stuff that you wouldn't do. Like shit, you will end up doing it because you you have it. It's like fuck it, I, I have the stuff. It's something I didn't have before. I have it now, so you know, fuck it. That's what a lot of people they do when they come in. You know, just in general, and it, it fucks with them. And. You know, in Etika's case, he was, you know, he came from nothing, and through his passion and the following that he made, and just him being entertaining as hell, like, he just had it, just bam. And just the fact that there's people out there that just, let's just face it, they're haters, Let's just be blunt here. There, there are people who are haters. There are people who just want to see people fail. They don't want them to succeed. They just want people to be as, as deprived and as fucked up in the head as they are. And that's what happens a lot of times. It's this this social media sickness. And, you know, that's the title of one of my podcasts, The Social Media Sickness, where I talked about how social media has it just just the dangers just the all the negative aspects of social media and just pretty much some of the stuff that I, I talked about here and you know we're not we're not talking about it 
for a YouTuber to have such a, a vigorous upload schedule. Now I'm, I'm subscribed, and I know all you are. You are, we are all subscribed to a, a good handful of really uh, successful YouTube channels in in the millions of, of subscribers, and even the ones that are in the five hundred thousand mark. They are. They had to deal with a lot, with the stresses. They had to deal with many different aspects that we may have an idea about, but the average person doesn't, because it's small. Just oh, they just we we got up and then around the same time, like 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 TV. The, the the show comes on the same time it does every day, or every week, or you know three nights a week, five nights a week. So we're we're used to, it. and then when it doesn't happen. Oh, what, what the fuck? What's going on? What's this? You know, and and this is why a lot of YouTubers, a lot of streamers, they just quit. They just go crazy. They just get fed up. They they get overwhelmed because because it's such a demand. It's such a high demand for you know these fans to be entertained. And for them to consume content. It's such a demand now. Because everything's fast. Like instead of prepping a video. And instead of getting it. You know get the, the right editing. And lighting and all that. You can just. Well there's still editing and lighting. Whatever but. You can live stream. You can just live stream. And that's like the most easy and accessible way now. Instead of. You know, prepping a few videos a week, you can just live stream, and you can put, you can make highlights from those from that whole stream. You could put three, three or four highlight videos, or rage compilations or funny moments, what have you, from that one stream, that two-hour, three-hour stream. Right there, you have your content for the week, or you have your content for like half the week. Depending on how long or how dense is your stream, but it's just crazy the, just the amount of stress that these YouTubers have. And I'm gonna finish that article from The Verge. I don't want to, you know, leave it open-ended. There's been concerns among fans about uh, Etika's mental health for months, but. Etika's recent behavior also drew mockery from people who believed that he was faking it or looking for attention. Twitch streamer uh, as as Mun Gold said this on a stream Tuesday night in October t- uh, 2018, uh, Mo, uh, Amofa forced YouTube forced YouTube to ban his account by uploading pornography to his main YouTube channel. He later streamed a standoff with New York New York police at his apartment after they were called because he posted a photo on Twitter with himself holding a gun. A lot of people think that they control and abuse online personalities, forgetting that they're not immune to mental health problems, as Mun Gold said, because they're perceived as being being available as available to make a living online. They're not allowed to have social or mental problems. 
and 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 quote the way people treated Amofa while he was struggling with a symptom of what creators have to deal with as public figures said Corey Kenzen, a popular gaming YouTube a YouTuber who took four months away in 2018 to focus on his own mental health. And I quote people on Twitter spamming clown emojis to him. Literally, you can feel like you have no one else. He said in a YouTube posted last night. And by the way, this this article was made and public was published on June 27th, 2019. So let's break it down. So the whole bit with him posting pornography on his on his channel was because he wanted to delete his channel. There were sponsors, like me, Rome, and Agent Neil, we had a conversation about this, how, and also many other uh, YouTubers were talking about this, and one in particular was Triforce, and he was talking about how Etika and, and, his, and his sponsors, and all, it's just, when you get into the levels of, of YouTube fame, and, and you deal with sponsors, it's a lot of shit that we don't understand. And you're told that you have to essentially put, do what you have to do, do what we ask, or that's it. And he didn't want to go along with it, and he and he was trying to delete his channel. He's like, "Fuck it, like I don't, I don't care anymore. Like I can, I can re up." You know, he has his fans; they'll follow him no matter where he goes, and he couldn't delete his channel. In order for his channel to be uh, suspended or removed, he has to post something. He had to post porn, so he did. Post adult, you know, graphic content. So he did. He got his channel. That's how he got his channel deleted. Because he was, he was tired. He was fed up. He was like, this is too much. Dealing with this, dealing with the pressures, dealing with uh, anxiety and, and depression and just all this. And that's what he did. And for people to say that he was faking, acting out, like, you got to understand, like, we express ourselves in such a way. We we just manifest just all those feelings, all, all this hurt, all this pain just manifests into something. And before you know it, bam, like, it just hits you. And it's so, it's so crazy. Because I, I knew of Etika. Because I'm not here saying, oh, I'm a mega fan or whatever. Like, I had, I had, uh, you know, I had pizza with him. Whatever. No. I'm not, I'm not here claiming I'm the number one fan of his. But I relate to him just like you do as well. Because he's, first of all, around our age. He's in gaming Nintendo. You know, I'm a pretty big Nintendo head. You know, Metroid, the, the, the podcast name is Ruben Prime, Ruben Prime TV. Like, I love Metroid. I love Metroid Prime series. Love Metroid as a whole. You know, that that's, 
That's where I got the inspiration from. It was from Metroid Prime, the Metroid series. Anyways, I don't claim I'm the biggest, you know, I'm, I'm, well, I'm the number one Attica fan, but I can relate to him. You can relate to him as well. He's, he was in YouTube, you know, and, and gaming and streaming and esports. Smash, it was a Smash Ultimate guy. Like, we can all relate to him because he loves a lot of the stuff that we do. We love video games. We're in that that gamer lifestyle. But of course, you don't have to follow all the stereotypes of being in, in, into anime or being into gaming. You don't have to follow the whole stereotype. You know which which stereotypes I'm talking about. If you listen to this, but we all we all have a connection to this man, and that's why it sucked. And I don't even know. I haven't met him in person. I didn't met. I didn't meet him in person. I didn't talk to him in person. I didn't uh, have conversations with him. But the fact that it was entertaining, the fact that. Yeah, it was a lot of controversy, but I understood a lot of stuff he was going through with dealing with depression and anxiety because we all do it. That's one of the other things that we have in common is just dealing with just anxiety and, and, and depression and, you know, the suicidal thoughts. Like, we all dealt with that at some point of our lives. And... You know, also, I'm not here to say, oh, if you feel, if you or anyone, you know, that is considering suicide or is anxious, depressed, because the best thing to do is just talk to someone. Like, you don't wait until someone that you know, you don't wait until they pass away, they, 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 uh, they off themselves, they kill themselves, you don't wait. To we don't the the issues that we are reactionary when tragedies happen we're so reactionary we need to suicide when it happens close to home when it happens to someone you know someone you love someone you care about that's when we're reacting all it should be a a constant thing to always. For those who are dealing with and thinking about suicide and dealing with depression, anxiety, and just helplessness, they had to, they have to, be, they want to uh, want help. Because just like earlier, we cannot force someone to be in a mental institute. Unless if they become a danger to themselves and to other people, that's when mental health, you know, these institutions step in. But if the person poses no threat to other people and themselves, and they don't talk, they don't open up, they don't express how they're feeling, we don't, first of all, we don't listen. Because a lot of times people, they don't listen. They they, they claim that they listen. Oh, I'm a, I'll listen. They just want to seem like they're helping. They want to seem like they're important. Seem, you know, they have a lot of hidden modes, a lot of hidden intentions. You know, for the ones that actually care about people and want to help people, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the ones who have hidden ulterior motives. 
But instead of just waiting until someone passes away, the best thing to do, you know, from this point forward, if you if you know anyone, if you you sense someone is just dealing with a lot of shit, just just talk to them and say, listen, I'm here. I'll listen. Like you talk, I listen. I'm not here to, to judge you. I'm not here to to poke fun of you and tell you, oh, you're you're insane, you're crazy. No, I'm here. Whatever you're feeling, just talk. Because I will want that for me. If I was going through something, I will want someone to to listen to me, and you know, not judge me. Just just for me to talk and they they to listen. Because we're nowadays we're not about that. We're just about oh, I wanna I, I wanna do good, so I'm gonna oh, I'm helping. You just bam, you know, eh, just we we claim that we want to help and we we want to help people but a lot of times we just want to help ourselves we, any any way possible to get clout and also for people who are romanticizing mental you know mental issues those are the ones i have beef with most of all because those people are making it really hard for people who have actual issues with mental health, anxiety, depression, loneliness, sadness, they're upset, they just feel, you know, they feel like they're not being listened to. You know, those, those are the ones that I, I have, you know, issues with that they just romanticize the fact, oh, like I'm, I'm using a, a mental issue that is rampantly going on into the, today's society, and I'm just using it so I can get sympathy tweets and, and sympathy likes and retweets, and you know, fuck you for that. For those who are just using it as form of clout, form of to get attention. Like, fuck you guys. Because those people, they are a detriment to society. They are hurting actual victims of depression. People that have considered taking their own lives. People that are anxious, that they're with anxiety, depression, just upset. Or people that just want to open up, but they can't. And... You know, for for those guys, those people who take advantage, they go online and they just want to get their the sympathy. Like, oh, like someone is having a bad day, so oh, I, I'll I'll tweet, yeah, I'm 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 having a worse day. Oh, I'm I'm having this, that, and the other. And it's like we got to stop competing with each other on who's who is more fucked up, who who has worse anxiety, who has worse uh depression it's not helping anyone instead of romanticizing it we need to actually help and i wish that etika had the help he needed but at the same time if he wanted the help he made up his mind 
in the, in the last video and those last tweets, those last words from him, he made up his mind. There was no one making it. And once your mind is set on something, you're going to do it. And I wish that he would have changed his mind before he, you know, he, he jumped. I really wish he did. And he would have gotten the help that he needs. He would have stepped away from social media. He would have, you know, just took six months or, or a year just to decompress and to just take a load off and, and just live and be human. Because we, in today's society, we, we don't live. You know, we, we don't want to live. We, we want to live for ourselves. We just want to live to for the people when you live for the people when you have you feel like you're obligated to do something that's when you're not living for you you're not you're not living for your purpose you're not living to enjoy life and to smell the roses and now instead of smelling roses now roses are being planted on his on his uh on his well, his grave, and it, it's it's fucked up. It really is. Like, you know, uh, it's uh, it hit me when I was at work when I heard that he he that that was his body that was found, and I was like, shit! Like that whole that whole time, like I even forgot to like punch out. You know, I I fucked up my 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 punching because I had went on my thirty minute break, and when I found out that happened, I was just sitting there at work, and luckily there was you know it was it was slow, and I was like fuck man, like this fucking happened, and I was just sitting there, and then I went over like ten minutes of you know my break, I was like holy shit like. This actually happened. Like, it was real, and it hit me. And, you know, me and the boys, we, we talk about Etika, you know, all the memes. And they're actually people who are making fucking memes of, of him, you know, on these forums. And I'm like, holy shit, the guy's not even, the, the you know, it's not even buried in, on the ground, and... And, you know, there's people, there's, some people are just disgusting. It's like, it's one thing to to make funny memes of him when, you know, he's alive and, and just to remember him. But there's some people who just disgusting, just putting out these crazy memes, all like smash memes when, when you know, you you get, you know, and, and smash when you uh, uh, fall off the ledge or you get, knocked out it's it's fucking it's crazy I was like oh this is really is fucked and I have a morbid sense of humor but there's just certain things I just I, I can't I can't be down with you know and hey maybe he, he was a fan of that morbid shit maybe Etika was a fan of that morbid shit I don't know but me I'm not personally you know I can't buy with that so but to just end this, um, I haven't, I haven't got, I've never, 
I had a chance to meet him, talk to him, uh, to know him, but just based off of his content on social media, his YouTube channel, and the memes, and just do was entertaining as hell, and it's a shame that he's gone, you know, because, yeah, he provided entertainment, but at the end of the day, he's a person, and we tend to forget that in this age of social media and clout chasing, and never know, he didn't find Nirvana when he was here on Earth, so maybe on the other side he can find what he was looking for. He can find that happiness and peace. You know, I'm I'm not a, a fan of you know taking your own life, but again, person's mind is made up, and you can't make it. And if we can just turn back the clock, maybe he'll still be here. But it's a, some things we can't change. Some things we we just have to be at peace at, and also remember the fact that. Just think about all of the good that he brought to all the communities for gaming, Nintendo, Smash community, the YouTube community, and esports. Just think about all the good. Think about all the, the times he made you laugh, all the times he he was there for you, for those who were close to him, you know, for his fans that you know, he he loved and, and appreciate all the love and support. You know, just think about that. Because if you think about all the negativity and you think about all the, the shit, like, you won't mourn. You had to mourn him, think about all the good. And then in time, you'll be able to process it better. And with that being said... Thank you guys for listening. I know I've like it was back and forth, but me being back from uh, my mouth healing, it's still a little sore. But I took little breaks. You know, would have known. I took little breaks in between recordings, so I can give my my jaw a little little rest. And yeah, I talk a lot, so <laughs> I had to give it even more rest. But thank you guys for listening and. Uh, please, for for those who are listening and want to listen to more of my content, you can go on RubenPrimeTV.com. Again, that is RubenPrimeTV.com for everything and everything in the world of Ruben Prime TV and the Ruben Prime TV family. Also, follow me on Twitter at Ruben Prime TV for latest updates and little banter back and forth. Also, where you can listen to my podcast, like I mentioned, you can go to RoomPrimeTV.com where I have all the feeds for SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, etc., etc. And I'm on those. I'm on those. If you want to go and follow me directly on any of those all good you know pick your poison if you're on android you know pick your poison you're on ios or if you listen on a web browser same thing but most importantly if you if you are listening to this please consider subscribing please consider leaving a review 
uh, leave me some feedback. I will, it will be way appreciated. I will be so, so, oh, so appreciative if you can do that because that will, um, you will, you can ask me, hey, like, you know, can you do this? Can you do that? Any anything that can help me improve, and it will bring more exposure to my podcast as well by you rating it and leaving a review if want to leave a five-star review cool if you want to leave a four-star review that's cool but um i want feedback and topics that you want me to talk about as well and you can go to roomprimetv.com slash contact or you can hit me up on roomprimetv at gmail.com directly if you want to send me any questions i will answer it gladly so with that being said, for myself, Room Prime, and the Room Prime TV family, this has been an episode of Table for One. You guys, enjoy your weekend. Stay cool. And don't hog the air conditioning unit. And Etika, rest in peace. Enjoy Convoys Forever. Guys, see you next week. Have a good weekend. Good night, guys.